Welcome to Access Utah. I'm Tom Williams. Turtle Alveston is a survivor. At 14, she roams the woods along the northern California coast. The creeks, tide pools, and rocky islands are her haunts and her hiding grounds, and she's known to wander for miles. But while her physical world is expansive, her personal one is small and treacherous. Turtle has grown up isolated since the death of her mother in the thrall of her tortured and charismatic father, Martin. Her social existence is confined to middle school, where she fends off the interest of anyone, student or teacher, who might penetrate her shell, and to her life with her father. Then Turtle meets Jacob, a high school boy who tells jokes, lives in a big clean house, and looks at Turtle as if she's the sunrise. And for the first time, the larger world begins to come into focus, and her life with Martin is neither safe nor sustainable. Uh, we're talking about the uh, debut novel from Gabriel Talent, My Absolute Darling, which is getting a lot of buzz, rave reviews. Gabriel Talent was born in New Mexico and uh, raised on the Mendocino coast by two mothers. He received his B.A. from Willamette University in 2010. After graduation, spent two seasons leading youth trail crews in the backcountry of the Pacific Northwest. He lives in Salt Lake City. We reach him in California, where he's on a book tour. Gabriel Talent, welcome to the program. Thank you for having me, Tom. We appreciate you uh, taking time to uh, be with us. Uh, as I mentioned, uh, this the, the launch of your novel could not be going better. Um, in fact, a, a rave review from uh, none other than uh, Stephen King. Um, let's see, I want to read this. Stephen King says, The word masterpiece has been cheapened by too many blurbs, but my absolute darling absolutely is one. Um, I, I'm guessing this probably is... Uh, stuff of your wildest dreams, this this launch? That's an interesting question. So um, I have to confess that my wildest dreams were to write a book with integrity. I, I don't I don't know anyone who, who sets out to write a book for publishing success. It wasn't really on my on my radar. Like like my my ambition was to, to write a book with true things in it. Does that make sense? Mm, yeah. Well, that's 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 good, and I suppose, but but you, uh, I suppose you you know you won't you won't give back this success. This gives you a wider platform for your for your novel. I hope so. Yeah, I hope so. It's been really nice. You know, um, I'm not reading reviews or 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 engaging with it much. So to me, buzz means hanging out with booksellers, and that has been a tremendous privilege. And uh, I I the chance to like meet these people who play such an important role in distributing books in our community has been has been amazing especially the chance to compare ideas with them at this present fraught political moment mm -hmm. I've, I've really enjoyed i've really enjoyed that and i would never give that back mm -hmm. you don't you don't read the reviews no i i, ha I haven't been reading them in part of just in a little busy um mm -hmm. but I I just I guess I'm trying to keep my head down and focus on the next book and and um, focus on my readings, which I take really seriously. I I I I feel the responsibility of coming to these bookstores and talking to these folks. I feel that really acutely, and I don't want to arrive, you know, distracted or 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 or, sh or shaken. And I've I've seen how reviews shake out for plenty of other books, and I just um, keeping my distance a tiny bit. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It's probably a good idea. Uh, so you say you, you you take these readings uh, seriously. What what kinds of things? I guess you read obviously. Uh, take questions as well. Yeah. So generally, just generally, you know, we do a little introduction, and and I have been talking a little bit about the book to orient readers. Uh, the book is is so new 
that many people arrive at these readings not very not knowing very much about it. So sometimes it's helpful to kind of give a lowdown, um, and then and then I I typically do a short reading and then answer questions, and I I spend a little bit more time answering questions, and I I take that pretty seriously, and uh, they're uh, they're they're not always they're not always simple questions. Sometimes sometimes they 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 are questions that demand to be taken pretty seriously. Mm. Um, you say the book is new, of course, not to you, right? You've you've been living with this for years. Yeah, that's 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 correct. I spent a I spent a I spent a long time writing this book. I, I I'm not very good with timelines, um, Tom, but uh, I think I spent about two years maybe teaching myself how to write, and about five years writing this book. Interesting. Two years teaching yourself how to write. I guess you do that by by writing. Is that what you do? Yeah, so I'd just be, I, I wrote a lot of novel, uh, like like novels um, and, and short stories, and, and you're just sort of, you're sort of sounding it out, you're sort of tramping around, kind of trying to, trying to scare up the things that really interest you and, and, and the techniques. You know, I think when you start out, you don't have a lot of resources except to write books like you've seen them written before, because you don't have your own voice, right? And then, and then... Once you once you figure out a little bit more what you're doing, you're more in conversation with what was best in your last draft. At least that was my experience. So it, it kind of took me a little bit to get to get oriented. I wonder if you could expand a little bit about that's interesting to me. You're finding your own voice as a writer. How do you how do you know when you've when you've arrived? Yeah, that's that's interesting. I guess um, that I. When I'm writing, I don't I don't think a lot about voice. I think a lot about trying to say something that is true, and I, I sort of have my my eye on that, right? Like 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 that for me, that's the game is to is to use made up events and made up people to address an issue that I think is a real issue, and to get it to get it dynamics like in this fictional way to show dynamics that I that I think are true, um, and what I did a lot of the times is that I would go through my own draft, I would pour through my own draft, and I would sound it out for where where I'd stumbled or or where the ideas didn't seem examined. You know, are you ever like um, examining your own thinking, and you're like, I didn't pay that the respect it needed. You know, I, I cut a corner there. Do you ever think about a conversation mm. where you did that? Yeah, yeah. You you want to you want to get to the truth, right? Yeah, yeah, and then and then true. and then you go. I could have done better. Mm-hmm. You know, I could have I could have done better. And so and so you're just doing that, but you're doing that with writing. And um, and y- y- then you sit down and you write the next book. You write the next draft, and and you pursue what had had been true. And I think voice is a is a sort of a a side effect of that. Like voice is 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 the imperfections and and the quirks of. Um, uh, the the sort of the hammer dents in the wood if you were a carpenter of 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 your own project of trying to say something interesting. Hmm. I've been reading that uh, my absolute darling started as a, sort of a, a bigger sprawling work, lots of characters. Um, how, how did you then drill down on on turtle? Yeah, so it's hard because you know I just spend a tremendous amount of time writing, um, and and so one one tries one tries a lot of a lot of different 
different strategies and sort of different avenues. I did I did write um, a much larger, much brainier book, and I was very concerned with other issues. Like there's this issue that's dear to my heart of global warming, and and like why we destroy things that are important to us. And I think it's in part an issue of entitlement. Like we we feel like to some extent we feel that the earth is really the stage on which we play out our own personal human drama and it's hard to really see it as something other than ourselves or something to which we're not really fully entitled or it's hard to complicate that issue and so and so I wanted to write about that dynamic and I I tried a different a few different strategies and turtle was a character that arose in that project but her story was was more urgent, like her personal um, story arc was felt to me a better story and a more important story than the larger, brainier, more theoretical project. Does that mm. make sense? Yeah. Uh, tell us a little bit about uh, Turtle. She's a fascinating character and, and written in a fascinating way. You, you, um, she, she doesn't reveal herself or, or we're kind of locked in her mind for, for a large stretch of the, of the novel. Yeah, um, I wanted to try and capture how Turtle thinks about things, and I really wanted to show Turtle thinking through problems. You know, just when I'm, like, hanging out with friends down by the creek or climbing or, or, or you know, around a dinner table, and we're comparing stories, I always love those stories where someone tells you in a very sort of well-thought-out way something that they went through and the various strategies they tried and what worked. Like to me, that's an important part of storytelling is is the sharing of those strategies, and so I wanted to get kind of close in and examine um, the various the various ways Turtle thinks about her predicament and how she scours her own mind and her own soul for for strategies and um, for independence and for courage, because that's a project that interests me, right? Like trying to be trying to be more than your wounds. Um, that's a project that interests me, and trying to be the best person that you can when the odds are murderously against you, that interests me as well. And um, I, I sort of wanted to write a book, not about how to do that, but about how one particular person did it. And I, I, I thought that if I did that truthfully and, and with, with sustained and particular attention, that it would be helpful for other people and, and it would maybe... I, I feel like it's a thing people don't always talk about, the way that your mind sometimes conspires and contrives against you, and the way that that, that struggle is characterized by relapses and by self-loathing. And so I thought that honesty about that would help someone feel less alone. It, what reaction have you gotten? Do you, do you feel like that has resonated in that way? Yeah, I've talked to a lot of folks about about how she she talks and i've i've gotten some very different vantage points and i i feel like i feel like people are are engaging with how with how she when I, when i've talked to people it has felt like readers have been really insightful about her and um i that's 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 as that's as much as i wanted mm. Now you said that the, the odds are murderously against uh, Turtle. That's certainly true. Um, right there at home, uh, Martin is is abusive uh, to her, right, in, in every way that you could be. 
Um, and uh, as many of these relationships are, she she loves him and and she hates him. Yeah, that's right. I think I think with many people who grow up with a very very damaged parent, you sort of hold out hope that your parent will be better because she, of course, sees. And I think oftentimes when we have wounded people in our lives, we see who they are when they are at their best. And we sort of, we long for that, right? Because, because to a certain extent, we need people like Martin. We need, we need, we need activists. We need, we need, we need people who um, are skeptical about larger social narratives. We need, we need, we need people who are independent thinkers. And, and, and Turtle is very aware of, of, of who Martin is on his best days. And, and she she longs for that, and she she does not want to give up on that because um, that's almost too painful. And 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 so it's very hard for her to to find any closure because it's never impossible for someone to come back from those wounds, hmm. right? You you always hope that someone will come back from 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 their particular struggle. And so that yeah, that's interesting. And you you have some compassion for this character, right? That you've created, and yet uh, he is horribly abusive. He's he's a monster in a way. Yes, I I I I I think that while we can have compassion, and that while we can hope that some people are better people or that they will get better and um people ultimately are who they show up in our lives as like no matter no matter what their their prehistory is or no matter what happened to them they they like like Martin is the person who he shows up for turtle as every day right and 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 sometimes problems become become so entrenched that they're irreconcilable it's it's kind of a it's 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 a really difficult problem for turtle um but i have my own perspective on it is that what you're is that what you're asking is martin yeah. a monster mm-hmm. right right yeah yeah no 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 person's a monolith right mm-hmm. but um sometimes sometimes y- you can't just like turtle does this does this thing of of she's an extraordinarily courageous person and she's willing to take on tremendous risk and to and to and to sit with terrible risks with the hope that Martin will get better right and she's very tolerant of that but i think sometimes we have these problems in our lives where we have someone like that and you need to ask yourself like at what point you 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 give up on that person at what point the risk is too high mm-hmm. um and you can see turtle trying to make those decisions and you can see her trying to make them sometimes very much on the fly um because you don't always you don't always have the luxury of of time or clarity and i i think that's a very human dilemma i think decision making under pressure is an important thing that we all do and and we sometimes do it badly and we mourn it when we do it badly but we can't go back and just try to do it better next time, right? Yeah. Um, as as readers, we're invested, of course, in Turtle. We come to really care about her, and and so there there's where the suspense in the story is. We, we you know we we see we want her to get out of this, right? But uh, will she be able to make those decisions and, and do that? 
Um, I wonder, um, let me read something that you, uh, that you said in a, a, another interview. You said, um, I wanted to write her, talking about turtles, so that the damage we do to women would appear to you, as it appears to me, real and urgent and intolerable. And then uh, the other theme about uh, the environment, you, you, you say you see those as linked. The things most important to us is Martin does turtle as humanity does the environment because we fail to see that they aren't really ours. Interesting, you're, you're linking those two, at least in your mind, in those two themes. Yeah, so is it, you just want me to talk about uh, that? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so Martin sort of fails to see his daughter as a, as a person who's independent from him. Or, or, or if he does occasionally see that, um, he sees it only fleetingly, right? And at other times, I think there's a terror. Like when, you, when, you, when you're as insecure and as damaged a person as Martin, you feel that terror very acutely. But I think for, for many of us, loving someone who, who, is, who is totally independent is, is, is risky, right? And, and if you're a healthy person, you sort of, you just tolerate the risks. But um, there's ultimately not a lot of security about that. Um, and, and Martin, to Martin, Turtle's independence from him is in some ways, is in some ways intolerable. Um, look, I mean, this is a, this is a problem that goes back to the, to the very roots of the novel. It's not, it's not new here. Um, but I think it's a problem that remains important in our lives. And I think that there's a similar thing, like, like, like we, we, like the environment and the place we live is so important to us. It's in some ways impossible, and our daily lives are so entrenched in this place and so dependent upon the stability of this place that it is in some ways intolerable to imagine that that, that, that very precarious balance could be overturned. And, um, and so in some ways you, 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 you erase it from your consciousness. I think we have a real problem right now thinking about big systems, right? We have a problem thinking about global warming as a thing that is real in our lives. And that's in part because there, you know, it, the system is so large, it's hard to imagine. But it's also in part because that idea is so threatening. Like the, the, that, that such a problem could overturn everything that you take for granted. Um, yeah, so in, in, in my mind, these 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 things were 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 linked and and important and problems of entitlement and imagination and courage. Hmm. What if we could do, before we go to break? I want to talk a little bit more about Martin, his view of the world. Um, he uh, maybe talk a little bit about that. He he's he's training a turtle to survive in a world that he feels like is coming where where uh, she'll have to have survivalist skills. She'll have to live off the land. Yeah, so, so Martin's worldview is, 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 one of, is one of tremendous distrust and strife, and, 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 and he's, an, he's an apocalyptic thinker. And, and so he foresees a time when every person will be totally and completely on their own. Um, and... You know, this in part echoes his, his, like, because of his failure to see and engage with other people, he sort of lives in a narcissistic solitude in the current moment. And it, it, it's hard for him to imagine community going forward, and he, he thinks that these are the skills that are necessary. And so he's, 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 
instructing his daughter in these things, but he's instructing her in other things as well. Like Martin has has a has a great mind for resisting power structures and pushing back against against like the conventional dominant narratives of our culture. He's a very independent thinker and he's got a very independent mind and he's teaching this to his daughter too. And um and and as much as he passes on very damaging ideas about other people and how dangerous the world is, right? He he sort of is continually telling her how she is surrounded by threats, how they are surrounded by threats, and how the outside world is sort of out to get them. He is also passing on this sort of bulletproof capacity to think for herself. And 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 he is aware that he is an imperfect person and he is in some ways training his daughter to be better and a more courageous thinker than he is right which is which is which is a, a good thing that's an important skill that is the skill that that gets her through hmm. uh, the, that's uh, you've said that a couple of times that the capacity to think for herself turtle and martin is training her in this way and, and i believe you're holding this up as a as a good thing an ideal right that uh, perhaps we don't have enough of in the current world well, look, I think people, all kinds of people, will try and tell you who you have to be or how you have to think, right? Um, and, and, and people will tell you how the world is. And, and we're in conversation with other people all the time, and, 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 and that's important. Like, I, I think you should, you should listen, and, and, and sometimes they're right. But you also have to learn to think for yourself. Like, you, you have to make those decisions for, for yourself, and sometimes that takes courage like it takes a little bit of courage to disagree especially if you're disagreeing with with a conventional narrative with the with the things that many people say and 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 so and so turtle is is learning that skill yes i think that that that, that is in, that that is important um but of course it's more complicated than that right like in martin we see someone who is in total retreat from society and it is it it is a catastrophe. Mm-hmm. A catastrophe for for him. A for, personal catastrophe for their, for, their for, for him yeah. and for his daughter. And for his daughter as well. Yeah, yeah. Uh, let's take a break when we come back. Uh, more this fascinating uh, novel's debut novel from Gabriel Talent, My Absolute Darling, is out, and uh, Gabriel uh, Talent is uh, on the book tour. Uh, he lives in Salt Lake City. We're re- reaching him in California, where he's uh, on the tour. More following this break. Thanks for listening to Access Utah. We're talking with Gabriel Talent. He is a resident now of Utah, born in New Mexico, grew up in California, and his debut novel is out. It's called My Absolute Darling. Uh, so, Gabriel Talent, um, this uh, novel set in the Mendocino area, that's where you grew up, I believe. You, you know this area very, very well. Uh, tell us a little bit about how, and I imagine you, and I, I've been reading, that you share uh, some of these characteristics with Turtle. You wandered a lot, explored a lot uh, growing up. Yeah, um, I, I, don't know, I don't know that I want to stress that I <laughs> shared, because, you know, I had, a, I, had a, I had a beloved and much more supervised upbringing, but I did certainly have um, parents who gave me the terrific opportunity to spend a lot of time outdoors. So yes, I, I grew up in Mendocino, um, 
in part in a little house in Albion. So I have two moms, um, and Gloria had had built the house, and it was it was this marvelous little cottage on on quite a few acres of of pygmy forest. And pygmy is a very unique ecosystem. It, it has a it has a sort of hard pan, a mineralistic hard pan, and it's it can be old growth feet forest that's only about shoulder high. So it's kind of an amazing place to wander around as a child, and I did plenty of exploring from there as my as my home base. And then when I got a little older, I did extensive backpacking trips. There's a section of wild coast called the Lost Coast, where Highway One goes inland, and all of the towns that were along the rivers there sort of died out. And uh, it, it 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 just is a fantastic place to go backpacking, and I spent a lot of time there you know, um, camping out and reading. Camping out and reading, that, that, sounds, that sounds great. Um, you, you, what did you think you got from that, spending so much time out of doors? Ooh, you know, I think that there's a way in which um, your first few clashes with the outdoors um, can be really bewildering. Like, like, it can be a little bit of an acquired taste, right? And I think to a certain extent, we need to, like, teach young people how to be comfortable because a lot of it is about tolerating discomfort and 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 finding this sort of the aesthetic moments and uh i i think i got a lot of i think i got a lot of that like i i think i got an early education in in looking for sort of the wondrous and 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 very affecting emotionally affecting um, places outside, uh, and that's something that I've carried with me my my whole life, and mm. and I'm so grateful for this place that I grew up for teaching me. Do you think a lot of kids don't have that opportunity? Um, do you think you think kids can get that same thing from books? Uh, is is what's lost? I guess is what I'm asking. If if kids don't have that opportunity to get out 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 of doors, and especially into wilderness. Ooh, you know, I I don't I don't really. I don't really know what's lost because I um I haven't raised kids um yet and 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 I I I I sort of I'm leery of speaking to that because I'm I'm sure that parents who aren't like out there in the boondocks I'm sure that they find ways to find magic with their kids. Um I books were a hugely important part, you know, like from I think as a kid, I was I was, I was voracious for other perspectives. I, I I came a little late to reading, but when I came to it, I I came to it um, very curious about other people and other places, and I did all of this sort of work hunting through used bookstores for adventures and for stories of people who 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 found courage in the face of adversity, and those narratives were like so important because. They they kind of fill in the gaps, right? Like like you, you're raised with a particular vantage point, but as a child you're curious about everything, and um, and and books sometimes take you places that that you didn't you didn't know you could go, and uh, yeah, I think that was 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 very important to my childhood, and and was a different but no less important kind of adventuring and exploring. Hmm. What kinds of books were you reading out there? You know, I read a ton of, so I started reading a ton of, like, pulp science fiction. I, 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 I had seen 
um, the Alien movie with Sigourney Weaver, mm-hmm. and and like loved it. And there's a there's a there's a series of of horrible books like that that go off that franchise. And so I just started scouring used bookstores for those books, which um, served the important purpose of taking me into numerous bookstores. And one just finds books that one pulls down off the shelves. And I think at some point I found like an old copy of um, Plato's Republic and I and kind of fell in love with that. You know, I like really liked, I was really drawn to ideas like justice and courage. And it's something that adults don't always talk a great deal about because the topics are so difficult. But in Plato, there's sort of a wonder, wonderful rendering of that. And so I, I sort of pivoted into ancient philosophy and into the Iliad that way. I read somewhere that you said that you memorized stretches of the Iliad in hopes to impress girls. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> yeah, um, I I uh, did spend a lot of time. I used to, you know, um, summers in Mendocino are sort of idyllic, um, and and they're incredible. And I used to, I had this, I think, Robert Fagel's translation of the Iliad, and the language is sort of so glorious and um, exciting. And I, I and it's it's this big huge tome of a book and I used to just hoof it up um the road that parallels Big River and I'd I'd find a little um kind of place to bed down in the grass and, and I'd just read it aloud to myself out there. Um I I I loved I loved that project. I'm I'm sure I hope for someone someone to be impressed with that, but the, it ended up just being a personal project of personal development. It never became a handy skill. Yeah, I mean, it, it's very endearing. You envision this teenage, you know, Gabriel talent uh, looking. And if you'd have found a girl that was impressed by the Aaliyah, that would have been an instant connection. It would have been good. Yeah, that would have been, yeah, yeah. I yeah. did I did meet my wife in a library, so I think the vein of, of, of interest has stayed the same. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's 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 great. Um, it's interesting. You you were drawn in to some, you know, alien uh, sort of the horror genre in part. Um, I'm reading just a um, a review here on on Amazon. I know you don't you know go for the. I'll just read this uh, this excerpt. This is a reader who said, "I feel the jacket describing the book was very misleading. Don't get me wrong; it was well written, but it should have been the horror uh, genre." Says this reader. There, there's a lot of dark. In, in, in the book, it does go to some areas that are some people prefer not to go to. Yeah, I, I, I don't know what to, you know, I don't know a whole ton of a, a lot about genres. It never struck me as an interesting way of talking about books, especially because um, genre is so often used to suggest that a book lacks something critical. Like sometimes we talk about young adult literature that way or about horror that way or, or chick lit that way. And um, that doesn't at all seem to me to be true. Um, I, I am not reading a whole heck of a lot of horror now, and that, that, that wasn't my project. I think a lot of times horror is supposed to signal something supernatural. Um, was my was my impression that that horror refers to an experience of that is sort of beyond human comprehension of of actual primeval evilness, like 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 something that is actually truly and purely hum, 
evil, and I, I was only ever interested in 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 people and how how people m- make sense of of their circumstances and how they rise above the injuries done to them or how they fail to do that. Mm-hmm. So I, I don't know what to say. I mean, sure, but I that's not what the horror genre is to me. Yeah, yeah, it is different t- things, different people as well. And I take your point about the genres that uh, it can it can pigeonhole you know, the, the ideas that you want to be more free. Uh, it does occur to me that this this is you know I've just said we shouldn't pinch hole, but but uh, it occurs to me that one genre that occurred to me was the you know the the hero's adventure. Uh, this this is this is an adventure uh, with a lot of jeopardy. Uh, turtle will she or won't she? be able to escape uh, some of these things? Will she be able to discover what she needs to discover? She, in a sense, becomes her own hero. Yeah, I mean, I think, that's, I think that, that, is, that is spot on. Um, I was very much interested in writing a character whose fate felt up for grabs, because I think that is our experience of some people in our lives, right, is, 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 is that it feels that their fate isn't determined. Um, that they're in some way a tossed coin, and 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 you 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 hope for them, and so I wanted to write that, and I wanted to show a young woman, sort of in the throes of that decision making process, was 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 my hope. You know, I I I, I worked with youth, and 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 you you see youth going through this sometimes terrible process of of trying to find themselves and find their best self. And, and figuring out how to be adults, um, sometimes in the face of, of, of grim circumstance. And uh, I, there, I wanted to write a book that would, that, would, that would fill in a chink of that experience. There are, of course, many great books that are about that process, but I wanted to add something else to the discourse and something that, I, I thought was was an important element. Hmm. As a Turtle emerged, you, you had this more sprawling um, uh, novel with a lot of characters. As Turtle emerged, uh, I guess, is the, the truest, most interesting character, the one you wanted to uh, concentrate on. I don't know if you worry as a writer that, you know, you're a, you're a, a, a grown-up man and you're writing about a teenage girl. Yeah, I think that um, that's an interesting problem because part of what frustrates me is the way that survivors are pressed out of of the narrative like right like oftentimes turtle would be a side character in someone else's story of personal development and i think that there are many reasons for this i think that we typically um drown out women's stories in favor of the stories about the men in their lives like like in a different telling this is a this is a, a, a you know this is Jacob's story and, and it's about Jacob's personal development but but that's not where I wanted to go with this like like I have my own vantage point on this and the idea can't be that women should be pressed out of the of the fiction of men as protagonists and this is in part, right, like this is in part an issue of the scarcity of representation. We need more, we need more books about this person, this, this people with this experience. 
and um, because because this book can't shoulder that that burden because you're right I'm writing across a cap of privilege that that must be acknowledged hmm. um, but that vantage point too I I, I, I tried to bring I tried to bring something to the table and I tried to I tried to write something true about it. Does that does that yeah. answer your question? Yeah, yeah, certainly. Brings up another question. You you said something very interesting. You you said that it's uh that, you know, there's a certain phenomenon in which uh women survivors are absent from male fiction. Well, they're not absent, but they're used as like their their plot points. They're they're mm. the justification for why men um fight other men <laughs> or why men go through projects of personal development and and those are important stories i'm not saying that's not an important story but um there's something wrong when we always choose that story over a story that reckons with the life and emotional interiority of the survivor like that that is the like in some objective sense that is the more urgent story mm-hmm and uh, we need more of these stories. I think you're saying that's one thing you're you're providing here with Turtle. Yeah, I I think we do. Um, I that's just that's that's my opinion. Um, I I I do think we. You know, no writer sees around every corner. Um, I, I, I brought my particular vantage point to this and I, I tried to write the hell out of this book and I, I tried to put true things in it and I tried to you know be my best self when I when I wrote but um, when when people point to 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 my limitations as a as a as a as a man writing about about a woman I think that that's like I think that that um, sometimes we try and make out as if these characters are harder to understand than they really are. Like Turtle is just a just a person who is lost, who is looking for the way forward, and the the myth that this person is sort of beyond understanding has more to do with our desire to put such characters out of mind and to protect ourselves from the idea of our own vulnerability, then it actually has to do with the limits of our understanding. However, that privilege gap is real. And, and heck yes, we need, we need more books like this. We need, to, we need to fill in the narrative because I think people feel left out. People look at narratives of survivors and, and they, go, they go, I'm not represented here. And that's not a problem that that any single book can can solve. I can only speak to whatever few people this book is is, is doing something important for. Hmm. Let's take another break. When we come back, uh, we'll have our last segment with Gabriel Talent. His debut novel is My Absolute Darling. More follows the break. Mm-hmm. 
Thanks for joining us for Access Utah. I'm Tom Williams. My guest for the hour is Gabriel Talent. Uh, his debut novel, My Absolute Darling, is getting a lot of buzz. It's out now. And if you've just joined us, here's a little bit of the plot. Turtle Alveston is a survivor. At 14, she roams the woods along the northern California coast. The creeks, tide pools, and rocky islands are her haunts and her hiding grounds. She's known to wander for miles, but while her physical world is expansive, her personal one is small and treacherous. Turtle has grown up isolated since the death of her mother in the thrall of her tortured and charismatic father, Martin. Um, I want to talk about, a little bit about the interior world of, of Turtle. And as, you know, as children do, they internalize their parents' worldview and their parents' view of themselves, I suppose. And in this case, it's, it's a tortured view. It's, uh, it's, it's not healthy, uh, you know, but, but she has internalized this. Uh, but now she's, you know, she's in small ways moving beyond that. You can you can see that in the, the way she's thinking, and then that's accelerated when she meets a couple of a uh, couple of boys, especially Jacob, high school boy, who really uh, really falls for her, really sees her as uh, something very special. And as you said before, um, Gabriel Talent, um, I mean, this could have been Jacob's coming-of-age story. You focused on Turtle, but uh, definitely uh, meeting these boys, especially Jacob, is important uh, development for Turtle. Yeah, I think that um, sometimes we we have a way that we think the world is, right? Like, like you, you, you have what you think are your options as a person. And especially growing up, you just you look at the people around you and you, you, you see the different... You see the different molds of adulthood, and then every once in a while, you meet someone who just blows open what you you thought was possible. Someone who shows you an entirely different way of 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 living and being and talking, um, and that's kind of that's kind of that's kind of what Jacob and Brett do for Turtle. Like she. She never thought of herself as a person who could have these sorts of friends, and she never thought of herself as, as someone who could be this kind of person. But she, um, they change what she thinks is, is possible. And I, I think sometimes that's the most important thing people do for us is, is um, they, they open up questions that we didn't even occur to us, and they, they change what we think is, is true about the world. And it's it's fascinating to see how they they see her. I mean, she's she I, I guess she feels like her life is ordinary. It's ordinary to her, but of course to the outside world, the skills she has, you know, a girl who spends her evening cleaning her guns and you know is, is is an excellent shot and goes out into the wilderness and has survival skills. That's going to be very impressive to these teenage boys. Yeah, um, there's the way they see her, and there's the way they they talk with her. You know, Turtle is only is acquainted with a very particular, very controlling kind of talking, which is which is the way that her father talks to her about herself, and the way that her teachers talk to her about her, and the way she sees sees herself at school, and um, and and so she has this particular narrow vision of of herself. But the boys have this. Um, have a very like silly way of of talking and celebrating and teasing um, that that shows like a like a different a different way of envisioning yourself. You know, they 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 um, in a sort of ridiculous way envision themselves as great adventurers, um, and 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 it's it's silly, um, but it it plays this this playful role of 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 
of self-creation, right? Like, um, and and it's great when when your friends think highly of you, and that's something important that they that they do for her. They just they just admire her, and they tell her so. And that opens that opens a vista, you know, that we want for for Turtle, right? She's she's been locked in this view that her father has for, and she has she has kind of a, in a way, self loathing point of view about herself, and then and then uh, she's opened up to admiration. That's kind of a difficult transition, but but one we really want for her. Yeah, I I I, I think so. Um... And and just just a really a really important to see herself as having different as having different roles. You know, oftentimes she's defined by what she can't do, and sort of um, her, her her father has a very condescending way of, of of talking about her. So to be seen all of a sudden as as capable and 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 adventurous, and um, that that really that really changes her view of herself, and it changes how she thinks about language a little bit like right language has always been this thing that's been used to control her but the boys use it playfully and they use it as a game yeah it's it's more of a kind of a normal world right she's been in this yeah i think for um for some young people certainly um that there is a tremendous amount of of verbal play it was my experience definitely with 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 some as it was my experience as a kid, and it was my experience with some young people. Though, of course, young people talk in all different, all different ways, and have all different kinds of, you know. Sometimes it's all Call of Duty, and that, that's mm-hmm. a different kind of way of talking. Yeah, yeah, that uh, that is. Um, just a couple minutes left. What's it like now to have spent uh, this much time with? And you spent a lot of time on the on the on this book. Now, you know, published. Moving on to the to the next thing, of course the. Uh, um, on the book tour, and then moving on to a, a, another book, uh, is it hard to let go of Turtle in a way? Is it hard to let go of Turtle? Um, I, you know, you just sort of you do your best by by a character like this, and you do your best over like you try and do your best every day for years, um, and then after that, you're not in control of how people interpret the book. Right, like, like, like that, which is why you work so hard writing it, is because is because when you cut the the book loose, it's sort of on its own, and you don't get you get you don't get to control how people see the character, and you don't get to control its interpretation, which is why you try and write in a broad-minded, compassionate, hardworking way, and and why you why you try and ask the best of yourself. So. Um, it seems like part of the process, and I'm 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 excited to, you know, there are other issues that 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 I that I care about, and I'm I'm excited to t- I'm excited to write about Utah. I'm mm-hmm. writing about Utah right now, and it's it's the place that I live, and it's it's a place that I it's a place that I love, and I I I couldn't be more excited to to get up in the morning and and write about you know the canyons. What's uh? It's it's set in the climbing world, is it? Yeah, so it, it's a, it's about climbers. It's not narrowly a climber novel. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just it's just that's that's an issue of setting. Mm-hmm. I was reading another interview you did. Uh, you were talking about how you know that's the 
novels getting a lot of buzz, and you were you were talking about, uh, I guess, the reaction, actual or probable, from your climbing buddies, and they they, they apparently are not going to be overly impressed. With they the are always supportive, but I I don't think that it changes much in register to like I don't think they care a whole heck of a lot how much this book sells. Yeah, like <laughs> right. um, like I think probably the only difference is like if 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 the book does really well, I may have to like buy a larger share of the PBR. I don't think other things are going to change. <laughs> which is which is good. It's good to have friends that keep you grounded, uh, as as it were. Uh, seems like a pun with the climbing community, but uh, anyway, uh, we're we're out of time. Um, Gable Talent, uh, good luck with uh, with everything that's uh, that's happening and uh, and with the new book as well. Thank you so much, and thanks for listening to Access Utah. <laughs>